on air with Brandon Atkins show and she is undoubtedly one of my favorite guests that I've ever spoken to in the seven eight years I've been doing this show now um I am talking about the one the only Fletcher and I am so chuffed to uh be speaking to you again hello how are you I'm great I'm so good I finally have made it to Australia so the oh, fact this, that we it's crazy how, how how long have you been here for now it's only been a day or two hasn't it yeah, I just got here the day before yesterday. So the jet lag is trying to kill me, but we're <laughs> we're still thriving. Uh, I love it. I love to see it. Is this your first trip down under? Or what yeah, I've never been here. This is my first time here. I walked wow. into like, where I'm currently like doing the Zoom with you right now, and it's my first time seeing the Opera House. So I walked Beautiful. in and I was like, I feel like such like, a little giddy tourist, but it's so cool. I know those offices well. Um, you know, I've got a couple of friends that work in those offices and you know, always send me pictures of, you know, the Opera House and then, you know, the Harbour Bridge in the background glistening. It's just, it's a magical view. Yeah. Look at us. Look where we're at. It's see? crazy. It's crazy. And you're, you're, you're taking it all in. I, I'm loving it. Did you ever like, before you came out here, was there like sort of like a warning? Were, were people sort of giving you like this sort of, you know, uh, information on what to expect of Australia? Or did you have your own sort of theory on what to expect when you came out here? My, I mean, my own theory, my like only, I, I have an Australian in my life. Um, uh, their name is G Flip. They're an incredible artist, which I'm Love sure G you Flip. We toured together on my last tour in the uh, in the U.S. And they're just very near and dear to my heart and one of my favorite people on the planet. And so I just, you know, I'm just like, I've held Australians to a very high standard because I'm like, <laughs> so amazing. Um, but yeah, no, so far, like everything's been really loved. I just am so excited to play a show. Um for in Sydney on, and I'm playing on Sunday. So. I know. And you know, like your tour is sold out here in Australia. Your first tour down here sold out. I mean, that must speak volumes to you. I mean, it's crazy. It's my, it's, it's a sold out tour and it's my, I've never been here before. So that's like kind of blows my mind. <laughs> um, and I'm like constantly pinching myself that that's happening. So yeah, it's like, it's, it's crazy. Uh, it's unbelievable. I'm going to talk about the tour in a little bit as well. Um, you know, and as, as I said to you last time, every time you come on this show, my inbox just lights up with fans just wanting to ask questions because you are an absolute icon. So we'll get to some, some of those questions in a little bit. Um, firstly, wow. Okay. New album is coming up in what? I think three or four weeks, September 16th. Um, and we know, you know, the previous times we've spoken, um, you know, you've had your EP, sex tapes, uh, you ruined New York for me. What's it like now to have a full fledged album coming out in a couple of weeks? Um, it's crazy. It feels, it feels different. I think that there's, um, you know, this is my first ever debut album. So it's the first time like putting out like this many songs at once and something that feels like this significant and important and special. And all of my EPs have felt really special, but this kind of feels like it's the amalgamation of all of those things and experiences and lovers and everything kind of like piled into one to sort of like get us to this moment to grow my dreams. Wow. It is, uh, I mean, the hype around this album has been absolutely brilliant. I mean, you've given us a little taster of, of a couple of tunes that we can expect. I think the one that's, you know, 
the world is talking about at the moment, Becky's So Hot, this track is just the epitome of jealousy and admiration in blended into one tight-knit song. Um, how how has the reaction been to the song? Because it's been, you know, there's a few few people have been sort of, you know, saying some words about it. How have you how have you received it? Um, it's been it's definitely been a bit of a, a wild journey. Um, I think it is an, it is a combination of like so many different feelings, and I think that's something I've always been so intrigued and interested by is mm. like all the sort of complex and nuanced emotions that come with a breakup. And when I wrote this song um, two years ago, you know the, that was like where I, I, I was processing like a lot of different feelings and sort of what happened with this with this song is I was in the studio and I was writing a different song at the moment and I was like creeping on like my ex's new girlfriend on Instagram which we've all and done which we've all done well done we've seen we you know we just you want to get the vibe of course and she she had posted a picture wearing an old vintage t-shirt uh of my ex's and it's one that I've worn in the past as well and I accidentally liked the picture of her wearing it. And so I was like, fuck, dude. And then I was like, God, and then, but then I was like, and I said, I was like, guys, wait, stop. We have to stop this song that we're doing. I was like, I just accidentally liked this picture. And then I said, I was like, I can't even be, I can't even be mad about it. Like she's, she looks hotter in the t-shirt than I ever did. Like I get it. And so I just simply wanted to capture that moment of just like the complexity of like, oh, kind of like stings that like, my ex it has a hot girlfriend, but also it's the reality of like somebody moving on. And it's so, like, mm. that's weird and complex and a thing in and of itself. Um, and so, and in, so in, in, in an essence though, it was sort of your way from moving on from that relationship, doing this song, I guess, yeah? Um, I mean, at, at anytime, like writing and art is like drama. Everything gets like so dramatized, right? It's like, I'm mm -hmm. a Pisces. I have my imagination is fucking insane. Like I literally <laughs> live on a cloud all of the time. And so I just was like, okay, what if, like what would be the craziest version of like, cause the real version is me being like, oh, she's hot. She looks hot in this picture, right? It's like mm. not that deep. And then I'm like, what would be the most like insane version of that concept? Which is just what I do with all of my music. And because I just am like, it's fun. Life is a play. Like, let's just have a fucking good time. Exactly. And so it starts from like, yeah. And it like starts from an original like emotion and intention. And then it just becomes something larger. And I'm like, what would be the craziest thing to be like, I want to know how she tastes. It's like, oh, but like even that, it's like, I wonder like, oh, I wonder what she has that I don't, you know, mm, like yeah. there's like multiple meanings to so many things. Mm. Um, but I love but your, yeah. but I love your analogy on life in general because you know a lot of people do take life very seriously they feel like oh, i need to do this i need to do this i need to do this it's like well you know yes yeah, sure we only get one shot as we know we only get one shot at you know living life and you know one of my favorite comedians is ricky gervais as controversial as he is but i always go by his sort of analogy of life in the sense that you know, we're all just tourists, you know, it's it's like we come for a holiday, we're here for 70, 80 years, it's a prolonged holiday, and that's it, we, we cease to exist. And sometimes we just, you know, we really do just need to lighten the fuck up and, you know, just enjoy yeah. every day and enjoy every moment. I just, so I'm like, let's not take life so seriously. The whole point of us being here is to literally like experience joy and fun and also to like, experience all of the emotions and so mm. yeah i think i like piss well i think i like piss people off sometimes with like my lyrics or the things that i talk about and i just am like 
like life is too short to my intention is never to cause like hurt or harm ever like i have no ill intentions i also have no, no bitter or bad feelings um and even though i sing about exes it's like i'm singing about like feelings of the past like also mm. it's a song not every word is true no no exactly you know? but, um yes but i i it comes from like a true it comes from like a seed of something that yeah. is like and that's what a cool part about art is is that it gets to be um you just get to like put on an outfit and like be whoever you want to be and like fletcher is my superhero is like carrie's superhero and like embodies all of these things that i try to like channel more daily in my life and like she doesn't give a fuck about what other people think about her carrie Good. does for sure and that's something i'm like learning this balance of but it's like <laughs> she teaches me a lot like, she's the one that faces all the brunt of like public conversation you mm. know and so i just am like it's 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 been an interesting process especially with you know Becky i can so imagine <laughs> i can i can imagine i i, I can only yeah. imagine um I mean, the song the video clip bella thorne wow i, I i'm I, i'm obsessed with the video clip and you, you've also released another song too with olivia bryan um just recently as well um bitch back which is brilliant too i think from memory though i feel like there was a teaser like on TikTok many 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 moons ago and, and now you finally released it so what happened there what what, what was the point where like fuck it let's just get let's just get it out there I think it just was a, it was like a timing thing for both of us with like release schedules of, of of the song and then it finally like worked out the the timing of it and i love olivia she's just like she's like my spirit animal it, you put the two of us together we were just in nashville together recently like drinking tequila at a dive bar just like <laughs> and it was i was like this is dangerous this is dangerous territory <laughs> you and together like hanging out um but yeah, we haven't gotten a chance to do it together live yet. So I'm like trying to plot that 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 moment at the Can't minute. wait. Cannot wait for that moment. I mean, this album, we're a few weeks away from it. What can we expect from the album as a whole? Uh, is there any sort of any surprises that you sort of haven't really hinted at yet? What can we expect from this? Um I mean, I've always got like surprises and I've always got things up up my sleeve. You do. Um but I am, uh, I think just what to expect with this album is like, I started the story at like where I left off with the sex tapes and I wanted to like bridge the gap from like where I, where that ended to like where I've landed now and like what that kind of like journey Brilliant. has been like over the last two years. And um, so, you know, we're starting in true Fletcher fashion with like TMI and ripping a page out of my diary and, just reading it for you love um, the energy love it and uh but it really you know all my last bodies of work have been specifically about like relationships and other people and this mm. one sort of lands in a place of um it's more of an exploration of like the relationship with myself yeah learning to grow you know post relationships learning you know i feel like you know with relationships we're always so focused about the other person that we always sort of forget about ourselves um you know even in the post uh, after a relationship we're like oh shit you know maybe we should sort of take care of ourselves have this moment to our you know to rebuild and you know um uh, reset in life you know totally and also like how the pain evolves too you mm. know like how that pain evolves is a very real part that i think you know sometimes we just like you can't just land at like the self-love aspect you can't land at this sort of 
beautiful, gorgeous moment. And because that's never a linear process. Um, no, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, look, you you sold out tour here in Australia, which we love to see. Is there, you know, is this sort of prompted maybe another visit down under after this tour very, very soon? What's. Uh, oh. I would love to get back here as soon as I possibly can, and you will be the first to know. So oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad because you're only here for a week, aren't you? The, the show wraps up like this time next week. Mm -hmm. I leave on Tuesday. Yeah. Oh my so God. I, I had to. Well, I had. To, oh no, I had to. I go to um, Melbourne and Brisbane, and then off to New Zealand for the tour. But uh, I can't believe that I'm here, and I'm saying this. You know. That I'm talking to you and that I get to say that I'm like on my first ever sold out tour in Australia. It's just, it's crazy. And we love to see it. Is there one thing that you really want to do here in Oz before you jet off in a couple of days? Is there something on the bucket list you need to do? Um, I, I feel like I have to try Vegemite because oh, I'm here. And, but I really want to hold a koala or just like see a koala. So you might and actually have, you might have luck in that in Brisbane because yes. here in here in Sydney you can't do it. It's illegal. I know that's that's my research. I don't know if it's like a bad thing. So I I don't know. I don't want to do anything that's like inhumane. So maybe I just, I just want to see one. I've never seen one in real life. Yeah, and so you've got to, to, to be careful though because they look really cute and cuddly. But have you heard have you heard a koala like snarl or or get angry? No, but like it's a I, I I relate. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like, I've got both of those sides. So I'm like, mm, I see you, you, bestie. But you know, when you look at someone and, you know, you get this sort of you know, visual and you think, oh, yeah, they're great. And then you, you hear the voice that comes out of them and you go, I feel like that voice doesn't really match the head. That For me, that's a koala. I look at a koala and go, that voice doesn't match this cute, cuddly persona. But I won't say anymore. That's for you to find out. For me to discover. That's okay. yeah. I, I, I appreciate your heads up, but I just... <laughs> I just want to see. I want to see one. Maybe have some Vegemite. Um, I don't know. Is there anything? I don't know if there's anything else. A oh, Tim Tam. Tim, yeah, I was just gonna say try Tim Tam. Yeah. Yeah, Tim Tams. Once you have one, you won't go back. You'll you'll end up taking at least five packets with you over to New Zealand. So, um, just just a full warning. You know, I I've got quite a bit of a stomach on me, and that's all thanks to Tim Tams. Um, so. <laughs> Yes. Um, look, let's get into some quick fan questions. Uh, I know everyone's dying to ask you a couple of questions. So let's dig in. Uh, this one's from Caroline. And I, look, firstly, she's putting my interview skills, you know, you know, to the test here because this is a phenomenal question that I've never asked you in our previous chats. When you sing certain songs, do you, about past relationships and feelings, do you sort of, are you just performing the song or are you reliving all those emotions all over again? That's a good question. Um, something that's just so interesting as an artist is like, I am able to recall, like, even if I've well moved past something, I can recall all the feeling, like very easily, like recall all of the feelings that I had felt at one time. Yeah. So yeah, I, in a sense, like I am just performing, but I can like channel the place that I wrote it from. Um, and so I'm always going like tapping back into that which is very which is very interesting and yeah. something that i have been you know because i haven't been performing for a while and i've just been back at it this year and i'm like oh yeah wow this is like you know because e even for it to like feel like it's like an, a, a performance that's coming from an authentic place mm. even if it means a little bit something different to me um it's still like you have to like you have to call upon like where it kind of came yeah. from 
for me, because for me personally, when I hear songs on the radio or on Spotify or wherever I'm listening to music, if it's a song from, say, 2015 or something, just a random year, I'll listen to that song and I will remember exactly how I felt listening to that song back then. The, all the emotions start running through and just get this sense of nostalgia. And then I have this sort of brief moment where I pause and I reflect on, you know, the seven years in between and go, how far have I, you know, what's changed you know, for the good, for the worse? And yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, and, and, and um, it's the same, it's the same way for me. It's like you think about how you feel when you hear a song and then you instantly remember all the emotions, what was happening in your life. Mm. It's the same thing as when I sing them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, Kate wants to know, oh shit, I've just lost it. Kate wants to know, knowing everything you know now in life, what is the one piece of advice you'd give to little Kari? Oh, that's a really cute question. Um, I would getting just- real de- Getting I- real deep here. I know. I was just such a like a little worrier and overthinker and I had I had really bad like OCD and like struggled with a lot of different like mental health things growing mm. up. Um and I would always be obsessing about the future, like what was gonna happen to me, what was gonna happen to like my life, my family, or like mm. if I couldn't you know, get figure out how I felt about something in that moment, or even just like discovering my sexuality. Like I was so future focused mm. and there's so much suffering in that. There's so much suffering when you are just like constantly playing this like end goal, end game, mm. and that you're missing all the little moments in your life and all the little things that are actually supposed to be there to like help you get there and be a part of the journey. Mm. And I've just developed way more of a relationship to like the present moment than I ever have before in my life in a way that's just like, I don't know, I just feel like less stressed about things because I'm like, whatever, like, I used to, I used to have such bad performance anxiety. And for example, like my shows on Sunday. So then I would like not sleep for like a week leading up to it. And now I'm just like, oh no, I'm here today and I'm Mm. living my life now today. And like Sunday will come and I don't know what version of me I will be on Sunday, what my energy will be like. I just will show up as myself in that moment. I'm just like, I've taken some pressure off of, um, off of myself in that sense. It's just like, you don't have to know everything. Like stop trying to figure it out. It's just, it's all about living in the moment. Like when we're younger, we're also sort of carefree in the world. We're like, yeah, sure, we'll worry about adult, you know, shit when we get there. And then adulthood comes and there's a new wave of, you know, these emotions, these responsibilities, these feelings that we get in life. And mm-hmm. it's sort of about sort of conquering those. And for you, I feel like for everyone as well, it's a daily thing to overcome the, 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 the stresses of life and just sort of relax, you know, breathe and just live in that moment totally no it's 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 uh i've like developed quite a a a different relationship to that and it's like saved my life in a lot of ways because i think i just always needed to feel like i had needed to have the answers to things Mm. and i'm like i don't know shit that's fine no we all learn every day we learn something new i know it's cliche as that sounds um it is true because i'm always constantly learning things um let's do two quick questions uh this is sort of a collective of questions because a few of these people a few people have asked this about would you would you ever date a fan if you have it in the past and if you have would you do it again because a a lot of people are they're throwing themselves at you fletcher um i've kissed a fan before i i didn't really i well I've kissed a fan before. It was was on my tour. It was on my my last tour that I just went on. (laughs) Um, And no, listen, if I like connect with somebody, like nothing, you know, nothing. If it's like a genuine interaction and connection, like 
nothing's off limits for me. You know, I don't, I haven't, I have not um, dated a fan in the past, but um, you know. You, 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 honestly, you're open to it. Yeah. Based on the merit of genuine connection yeah. and attraction. Yeah. Genuine connection. I'm a single, I'm a single woman. So get at me. There you go. <laughs> yeah. The opportunity is there. Um, the last one here. And I love this because your trademark, it shows it's like a cult following um you always sign fans boobs and which is very it's very niche and i like that about you um so madeline wants to know what is your favorite word for boobs do you have like mm -hmm. a favorite terminology favorite terminology i mean i'm like very harsh and crude like i'm from jersey and so <laughs> i say like this like where i'm from and so i don't know i'm like all about the like titties game but I, I don't know that i have like a specific yeah like titties i love, I love titties. that i love titties i love that i love that here in australia yeah. and we are, you can take this with you over to new zealand and on your you know your global adventures on your north american tour happening in a couple of weeks um we have norks we call them norks oh norks um, love that yeah, um, cans, or even, and this is very niche, not many Aussies call them these, headlights. Okay, that's like if your nipples are hard, you could say your headlights are on, that's mm -hmm. a thing. Okay. Yes. Knocks, we, like, I think like knockers is a thing in the US. So that's yeah, knockers are a thing, yeah, yeah. Knocks, cans, headlights, titties, boobs, just doesn't matter, I love them all. We I love, love it. every every shape and size every whatever you want to call them they're all, they're all great i love it well look fletcher it's always a delight to chat to you the new album girl of my dreams out september 16th we cannot wait um fletcher it's always a delight to chat to you cannot wait to see you back here in australia soon or maybe overseas cannot wait love it love you Mwah. Mwah. Come on. Turn it up. The, the on air with brendan atkins show